Hey everybody! How's it going? It's your old pal James Danger, Jamesy Poo, Jimmy D, whatever, all the above. How are you doing? It's been quite a while, but now I'm back, sitting in a lonely dark room, all by my lonesome. But James, why do you always say that when you know that I'm here with you? I might as well be all alone. James, why do you say such hurtful things? Because you can take it. And take it, you do. Oh! What are you implying, James? Nothing. How are you? Well, after that barrage of verbal abuse, I'm still okay, because it's just from you. Wait, what are you saying? That because it's from me, it doesn't mean anything? Well, it still hurts me, James. But deep down inside, I know you love me. I'm not even going to respond to that. I love you too. <clears throat> what, James? Nothing. All right. Oh, boy. Let's start off with some sad news. No, James. No. Did you get the gonorrhea? No. I'm STD free, as far as I know. And it's not, it's not that at all. It has nothing to do with my penis. But, uh... <laughs> Sad news is I lost something very near and dear to my heart. James, can I take a guess? Yes? Can we make a game of it, James? Uh, I suppose we could. I have time. I don't have too much, uh... <laughs> I don't have too much material for tonight's show, so let's waste as much time as we can. I give you permission. I grant thee permission to waste all the time that you want this evening. Okay, James. Alright. Let's play this game. Uh... I don't know how we're going to play it, so I guess we can just freeball it. Oh, James! That's disgusting. So, go ahead. Is it... Is it something to do with food? No, you cannot eat it. Okay. Is it an animal of some kind? No, you cannot pet it. Is it Leto? No, I already said you can't put it in your mouth and you can't pet it. Ho <laughs> ho, yeah! Oh my god, James. That's totally absurd. And inappropriate. I'll get off your ass. Come on, what else you got? Give me something. Narrow it down even further. It's not food. It's not an animal. What else you got? It's not Leto. <laughs> Is it something to do with entertainment, James? Oh, you're getting close. Hmm. Is it porn? No. Is it? Is it the black market website you watch movies and TV shows on? That's the one. You got it. I knew it, James. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, my black market site is no more. They said they will stop uploading new material, media, whatever you call it. Uh, they got cracked down on. Fuck. Now what am I going to do? How can I watch Game of Thrones, Bates Motel, and all the other nonsense I watch? How can I watch it for free now? The answer is I can't, unless I find some other black market website. All of you out there, come on, help me out. Send me some kind of website. I already know about Movie 4K, so forget about that one. Give me something else I can watch free shows on with good quality that I can access from my PS3. If you have any sites, please email me at thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Oh, what a sad fucking day. Don't know what I'm going to do anymore. You can pay for it, James, you son of a bitch. Whoa! I'm sorry, are you, do you work for uh, the movie companies? Or a studio of some sort? No, James, I'm sorry. I just, I just support capitalism and America, James. You should know, because you provide entertainment. So, why don't you understand? Yeah, but this show's free. No one pays for it. Just because your material isn't good enough to pay for, doesn't mean you shouldn't understand. <laughs> wow, you were on a good one today, huh? Yeah, I know. I understand. It's art, right? I should be paying for it. Oh, boy. What are you going to do? There's just too much shit out there that I want to watch. You can't pay for all everything. Can you? You should make more money, James. Oh, fuck you. I've had enough of you. Go sit in the goddamn corner. Right over there. In the corner. Over here, James. Yes. Put your face lower. Right in that circle I drew for you. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. So give me, come on. 
cut your cut your fucking friend here some slack and give me a website that I can watch free stuff on on my on my TV. <laughs> All right, uh, you know what? I got some more um, evidence, if you will, that the universe is not real, or if it is, just in my head. Or someone is just fucking with me. Whoever's making the the universe, universe is just fucking with me somehow. I don't know what you mean, James. Can you please explain? I'm gonna explain. Just uh, shut the fuck up. So uh, the other day, and I've told you this before, that I've had certain thoughts, and not long after, something will happen. I don't know what you mean, James. Can you please explain? All right. Here's an example. Um, in the past, I said that I give myself a little test. So I thought of a person, and within an hour, they text me. So, I don't know. It seemed like more of a coincidence because, uh, I mean, more than a coincidence. It just seemed fucking crazy. Another time, I was in a, I was working, and I was in a neighborhood, and I thought, what if someone's, like, dog, dog just ran out of their front door to take a shit or something. You know, they let them out. There's no, there's no fences. And they come and they get me. <laughs> and then I was taking a break in my, my company vehicle. And like, this is not even 15, 20 minutes later. The door opens up and a big fucking Rottweiler runs out the door. And I was like, holy shit, if I was outside, I probably would have got it. I'm just saying. Everything, it, it just seems like this shit happens to me all the time. That's just weird. Uh, I don't know what it means. Except that the universe is fake. But, uh, <laughs> so the latest one is... I don't even know how I, you know, this is going to sound really stupid coming from me, but uh, I don't even know how I started thinking about it, but I was uh, working and you know what? I seen a very attractive woman. That's what it was. A very attractive woman, which is rare. seems like there's a lot of ugly people out there. That's all I'm going to tell you. But uh, I saw this really hot chick, probably in her thirties. And it got me thinking a little while later, like, hmm, I kind of feel bad because I haven't been hit on for a long time. <laughs> oh, James, you're so full of yourself. You know what? Do I gotta put a gag in your mouth? I already got your nose in the fucking wall. What more do you want from me? I'm sorry, James. So, uh, yeah, I know. It sounds like I'm full of myself. I just got that weird thought. I just thought, like, okay, I've been hit on before in this position, but it's been a long time. You know, I'm out, I'm out uh, meeting people all the time, and my buddy Gas Boy, he has all kinds of stories about being hit on. You know, when he was uh, out in the field. So I'm like, fuck, man. Does that mean I'm ugly? <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I just thought that was funny that I had that thought. And not even two hours later, I go to this house and this lady's like talking to me. And she's, you know, totally fine, whatever. And then and, uh, she goes, I go to my work truck and I'm taking care of some shit. And she goes, excuse me, when you're done with what you're doing. Can you come back here before you leave? And I was like, all right, sure. Thank you. <laughs> so I go back to her door and I knock. She opens the door. Yes. Oh, hi. Um, This is going to sound so weird, but are you married? <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. I don't think I'm crazy, but. I just, you know, I wanted you for my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, you know, I was flattered and whatnot. And I said, oh, no, no big deal at all. Don't worry about it. You have a good day. And I walked away feeling extra confident. <laughs> now I saw the daughter. She was not attractive. But uh, <laughs> that's not important. That's neither here nor there. But I just thought it was fucking weird that I had that thought. Like, you haven't been hit on for a while. You must be getting old and ugly. You know, you're 30 now, so, you know, you're probably losing your your charm. But uh, I still got it with the ugly girls. I still got it with the ugly daughters <laughs> who need their moms to uh, come after me. I still got it. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, last time I talked to you, it was Good Friday. It was a Good Friday. But uh, I didn't tell you what I did for Easter because Easter happened after I recorded that show. Funny how that works. So... Easter, we did something very different than the norm. Instead of going with my wife's family and doing the Easter egg hunt and all that nonsense, I said, you know what? And wearing pastels. Purple pastels, James. 
Yes, purple pastels. You know what? All right, come back. I think you've I think you've uh, suffered enough. Oh, Jeff, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. I love joining you. All right. So, did you enjoy your Easter? Oh, James, it was so delightful. I got to wear my pastel shirt, my purple pastel shirt, and my lavender pastel pants. So you're telling me you wore purple shirt and purple pants? No, James, a purple pastel shirt and lavender pastel pants. What about the shoes? They're a nice violet. <laughs> All right, get the fuck out of here. Uh, so yeah, Easter, I went, I took a drive. I bought myself and my wife a fishing license for the whole year. Oh, yes, I went out and spent some money. Because in my day, when I was a youngster, they cost $30, these fishing licenses. Now they cost, uh, how much was it, like 45 bucks? It's like, fuck. Couldn't believe that, or more. I think it was like 46, 47. So that's for, I got, I got to the end of the year to go fishing a couple more times to make get my money's worth. <laughs> so uh, we go out the next day. To Azusa Canyon. James, what's Azusa Canyon? It's, uh, you take the street Azusa. You pass the city of Azusa. Right when you get to the mountains, the part that just burned recently. <laughs> you drive about 10 miles up the mountain. And you go to this uh, this uh, nice little, I don't know what you even call it. I think they call it the, the West Fork. And then uh, you there's like a paved road that goes all the way down through the fucking mountains. And uh, there's little, there's like a river... I don't know, like a creek, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it runs for miles. So uh, we get out, we get there, and the place is, I'm not fucking with you. It's crawling with Mexicans, all right? Oh my God, James, that's racist and offensive. It's not racist because I'm Mexican. But is, is that true, James? Yes. Being Mexican gives me the right to talk in a negative way about other Mexicans. And because I'm also white... I can offend white people the same way. And because I live in a city that's mostly Asian, I can talk about Asians like that, and it's okay. And because I once had a black friend, I can talk about black people in a negative way. You see how this works? James, that's, that doesn't seem like it makes sense to me. Well, your fucking logic is twisted, that's all. Don't worry, someday you'll understand. So anyways, this place is crawling with fucking wetbacks, right? We're walking around, walking down the paved... The paved road they got there. I got my fucking fishing poles, in, or uh, me and my wife's fishing poles in my hand. I'm wearing a fancy boy fishing vest <laughs> with all my gear in it. You know, I got my, you're not going to believe this one. I wore my Indiana Jones and my brown uh, uh, fedora <laughs> because uh, I accidentally left my, my wetback, uh, what do you call that? My gardening hat. I left that shit at my parents' house when I did some work over there, so I didn't have it. My wicker straw hat, whatever you call it. So I took my, my fedora. I have that on. Picture that. Picture your old pal Jamesy Poo walking around holding some fishing poles in a nice uh, green button-down shirt with a, with a beige fishing vest, my jeans and some Nikes, and my brown fedora. <laughs> And I got my uh, I got my lunch bag from work strapped around my on my back, so we have sandwiches in there for a picnic. So we're walking on this hill, and we you know all the good spots my dad and I you know he took me to all the good fucking prime fishing lo- the fishing holes, they're all they're all being taken up by this fucking swarm of wetback families. I'm not fucking with you, okay? It's a small river, uh, and even smaller because it's uh, kind of dry. Because California was recently in a drought. So we don't have a lot of water up there. So anyways, these people are just flucking. They're, they're all over the place. They're like cockroaches. And, and you're walking, and at, at some parts are kind of thick, like the uh, shrubbery, vegetation, whatever you want to call it. And you just see, I'm not kidding again, like 30 of them just packed down there on the riverside with hammocks. They're barbecuing. There's bags of chips everywhere, and they're all fucking grotesquely overweight. And wearing little to no clothing. <laughs> uh, that's kind of gross. They just look dirty. This one family had a fucking generator going. They're playing loud. Uh, oh, that shit. Generator. 
you know, I mean, they were they were doing it uh, as as hardcore as you can do it out there in the mountains. <laughs> so anyway, we uh, we walk about I'm not kidding a mile because they have like markers on the road. We walk a mile back, and uh, there's this bridge. And so we get to that bridge area, and it's fucking gorgeous right at that at that spot. I guess it was too far for the Mexicans to walk with all their gear because it was totally secluded and left alone, untouched. And we went down there, me and the kids, and, you know, I tried to fish in one spot, but, uh, you know, there were all the good spots were taken. I had no fucking luck. I even ripped my line, like, the first time I threw it in, it got caught in the rocks. Waste. I didn't even do any fishing. I just said, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. And so we went to that spot. It was fucking great. It was private. It's, like, just gorgeous. Kids were playing in the stream. I told them to take, hey, take your shoes off and run in there. Really, Daddy? I can do that? It's like, yeah, it's an Easter miracle. Do it. And uh, they got in there, played with some rocks, you know, threw rocks, skipped them, played with sticks, you know, kid stuff. Something that a, nor- a normal Southern kid would do on the everyday basis, but uh, my kids got to do that shit. And it was great. It was a nice Easter being uh, in nature. No fucking reception in your phones. You know, you just put them on airplane mode and say, fuck it, in your pocket. No Facebooks, no Instagrams, none of that shit. And you enjoy nature, the peacefulness, and your kids doing, you know, the most uh, pure and innocent type shit to do, fucking playing in the water like that. Come on. How can you beat that Easter? It was glorious, glorious. Zombie Jesus would have been proud. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is that it? Yeah, that's all I got on that. James, are are you drinking an A and W root beer? That's right, an A and W root beer. You are correct. But James, you've already done that root beer on this weekend root beer. Oh boy, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Bring up what, James? I wasn't. I didn't get myself a brand new root beer for this week because Lido, the fuckhead. Text me, hey man, I miss you, I'm a fag, let's do a podcast, please. And I'm like, alright, fine, I can pencil you in. So I said, how about Wednesday? He's like, okay, I can do it. So I didn't bother getting myself a new fancy root beer. And lo and behold, this dickhead, like uh, a few hours ago, texts me, oh, I can't make it, sorry to do this to you. <laughs> I had a feeling that would happen though. But, uh, is that because the universe is fake, James? Maybe. That's a good point. Or maybe Leto's just in my head. Maybe he doesn't really exist. <laughs> Either one could be true. So, uh, I have to, <laughs> I have to use, you know, pretty much there's no fucking This Week in Root Beer this week because of Leto. By his hands. It was ruined. <sighs> but, uh, no, nah, you know, the funny thing about that is, um, no big deal. I don't really, I don't really, I'm not really hurt. But, uh, kind of not, but I had, the house was kind of a mess, right? So I tell my kids, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go take a shit. I said, I'm going to go poo poo. I'm going to go poo poo and I'm going to take a shower. Now I just finished. I just helped my daughter with her homework. Everything was all done. Everything was good to go where they were. They eat. I mean, they ate, everything was done. So I, I had the time to bathe myself <laughs> and relieve myself. And I told them, all right, I'm going to go take a poo poo and I'm going to go in the shower. Now, when I come out, I want this house spotlessly clean because take a look, turn around, turn around. See the kitchen area? Yes. That's all your stuff. See the the dining room table? Yes. That's all your stuff all over it. Look over here. See the living room? Yes. Whose stuff do you think that is over there? It's ours. That's right. So when I'm out of here, I want this all cleaned up and looking great because if not, you're both going to be in trouble. I don't care whose is on the floor, whose stuff is on the table. If there's anything I don't like and I don't like seeing, you're both going to be in trouble and have to go to your room for the rest of the night. Okay. All right. Start. (laughs) I take off, go to the bathroom, I do my stuff. I come out and you wouldn't fucking believe it. They actually delivered. The whole place was fucking spotless. I was, I was amazed. It was great. It worked this time. (laughs) Usually it doesn't work. And then while I was in the bathroom relieving myself, I just heard them like running back and forth laughing and shit. I'm like, they're not going to have it done. They're not going to do it. But they proved me wrong. Look at that. Great kids. 
But the funny part is, so, so I'm putting the kids down to sleep. And I'm, uh, Jasmine's like, give me a hug and a kiss, daddy. So I give her the hug and a kiss and I'm walking out and she goes, daddy, when the door, when the knocking on the door. I'm like, wait, wait, what knocking on the door? When Lito comes over. And I go, oh, he's not going to come over anymore. Why not? And I'm like, oh, he has to work late, so he can't come anymore. But, and her, her mouth pops open. <gasps> but all the, all the cleaning we did. <laughs> the look on her face is like, what the fuck? That's the reason we cleaned. So, yeah, I text Lito that he got a kick out of it. But, uh, yeah, no worries. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy to sit here with my gay friend. Jess, what are you implying? Nothing. And, uh, yeah, not too bad. So, here's to you, Lito. Cheers. I'm taking over for that dickhead that called out. And, uh, you know, you you know, you saved the day. Not here, but uh, I guess where it counts. Your place of employment. So, be a good little worker, bee. And uh, prove yourself. Man, I stand by it. A&W is still better. The best one that I've had um, in my quest to find absolute greatness. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, oh, let me rub in your face how great my life is some more. <laughs> Nah, there's a whole lot of shit, obviously, if you don't know. Maybe you hear all these lovely stories and uh, you hear my, my beautiful optimism, <laughs> which normally is full of negative hate and anger, but uh, lately it's been good. But you don't hear all those, you don't hear everything, you know, you just hear the good stuff. It's like a photograph or photo album. When you look through someone's photo album, what do you see? A bunch of smiling and happy times, right? And think, wow, their life is great. Look at this, so much love and happiness. You don't see all the fucking misery and crying they've done and all the beatings they've taken from their parents or their wife or their uh, drunken uncle. <laughs> right? You don't see all that. Because why do you want to hold on to that? I'm just going on and on. All right, let's get to it. Here is a day that I experienced recently. Please, I'm not trying to rub it in your face a little bit, but uh, just hear, the, hear me out here and tell me what you think of this. I think it was a great fucking day. Just, just get a load of this day. And tell me if you agree with how good it was. First, uh, oh my, well, this is a side note. My sister came over on Friday night so she can watch my kids on Saturday. Okay, now this is Saturday morning. We get up, we have breakfast, all right? Then me and my wife take off. I think we had bacon and eggs. Then we take off. First stop, well, we took off a little while later. But first stop is King Taco. All right. Now, I haven't been there in quite a while, and God damn, was it delicious. King Taco. But, James, what'd you have? Paint us one of your pictures with your words. Oh, you mean a mental picture with my words of paint? That's the one, James. So, my wife had a burrito, carnitas, and uh, it was pretty fucking tasty because I had some. Actually, she couldn't finish it, so I, I finished it was like a fat fuck. I ordered myself uh, a chicken tamale, which was fucking great. Wow, delicious. And I ordered myself, uh, I asked the woman, what do you recommend, the carnitas or the chicken? She goes, carnitas, you must have the carnitas. And so I'm like, all right, give me two carnitas tacos and one chicken taco. Okay, is that all? Would that complete your order? Yes. So I uh, got all the food. Dude, and the salsa there is amazing. The red one. Rojo. And uh, so, you know, she was wrong. The chicken one was way fucking tastier. And I told my wife, ah, she's fucking wrong. This one's way tastier than the carnitas one. She's all, she's not wrong. It's her opinion. So she can't be wrong. That's the way she feels. I'm like, fuck, that's a great point. <laughs> my wife is good at making me feel stupid at times. That's kind of why I like her, though. She challenges me. No, so, uh, yeah, great fucking food. King Taco. I'm sure all of you are saying, duh, you fucking idiot. Everyone knows King Taco's awesome. But like I said, I haven't been there for a long time. There isn't one close to me. And so, uh, you know, what, what, what do you want from me? So after that, we head over to Hollywood, California. And uh, we went to uh, the Pantages Theater, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous theater. And you go in there to see the musical... I knew you were going to say something like that. 
I just, I just love being a good musical, James. What is it about musicals that you love? Well, the singing, the dancing, the lovely outfits. All right. All right. I've heard enough. So we saw The Book of Mormon. James, I, I never heard of that musical. What is that one? Is it about a princess? That, no, it's not about princesses or, or anything, fruity pants, none of that shit. <laughs> I wanted to go to a, like a, a stage production of some sort. I never have been. This is my first time. And I want to go to a play still. But I thought, you know what? I've never been to a musical. And I actually seen, I think, uh, I don't know if I heard it on the radio or something. So advertising doesn't work, I guess. Uh, it was like the Book of Mormon. Three more weeks at the Pantages and it's over. And I was like, oh, fuck. And that's the one that uh, South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone wrote. And I was like, fuck. I got to do it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I got to go. So just I just got the ticket and told my wife, hey, we're going. She had no idea what it was. She had no fucking clue. It had anything to do with the South Park guys. She had no clue what it was about. And same here. I didn't know anything about it either. So we get to the Pantages, gorgeous fucking theater, and we take our seats. Good seats. Not great, but good. And I got to tell you, that fucking thing was amazingly great. Super fucking good. I highly recommend it. And if you know your old pal Danger here, you know my horrible sense of humor and my my appreciation of the risque and inappropriate, and this thing fucking delivers on all those counts. Oh, boy. Good. I won't. Uh, I won't say anything to you about it, just to watch it. But uh, all I will tell you is, "Hasadiga <laughs> iboy." Oh Christ! You got to see that. So anyway, after the musical, we go out. We leave. We're all fucking high and shit. On we're you know high on life, and she fucking loved it. Loved it. I got her a shirt that says "Hasadiga iboy." And, uh, you know, look that up or just watch the play musical if you don't know what that is and you'll fully appreciate it. So uh, we take off and the next stop, we get in the car, we drive down to Los Angeles, California to Dodger Stadium. Stadium, stadium, stadium. That's right. We went to a Dodger, Dodgers versus the Colorado Rockies. And it was a good fucking game. Had the Dodger dogs, had the little fucking uh, hat with ice cream in it, had some fries. We just did it right. It was lovely. And the cool fucking thing, oh boy, is when you go to a, a stadium, you go to your seat, and there's someone sitting in your seats. This is not the good part. This is the annoying part. And you're like, fuck. Just that, like, that stupid thing of like, oh, you're in our seats. You know, I, I just hate that. You know, just don't sit in other people's seats, right? So when we do that, it's, it's a girl and her little kid, a woman and her kid. And she's like, oh. Well, um, can I offer you guys something? And we're like, huh? Our seats are down there, and they're like ten rows closer to the fucking. We were sitting directly behind home plate on the on the second deck. I think we we're in like row R, and she's like, so I got these. They're in row H, and you know we'll trade with you because we couldn't get seats sitting together. My husband and I and our and our two kids, and uh, I go. I go, uh, she goes, why don't you just check them out and, and tell me what you think? I was like, okay, we'll check them out. So we walk down there, fucking row H, and we take our seats, and they're even like, they're even, they're fucking great seats. And I look up, and I give her the thumbs up, and she's like, all right, thumbs up, thumbs up back. I'm like, that's fucking great. That's awesome. Just got an upgrade for nothing. And then right away, the husband comes up to me, to us, and he goes, excuse me. And I thought it was like, something went wrong, you know, like, uh oh, was she full of shit? And the guy, he's standing there, he's like, I'm her husband. I just saw that. Uh, I just want to tell you, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Um, I was hoping whoever sat there would trade with us. Can I just buy you a beer or anything you'd like? You know, anything is on me. I'm like, oh. A part of me wanted to say, yeah, get me get me a beer and give me a fucking hot nut. <laughs> and give me a fucking Dodge Dog while you're at it. Give me two. Me and my wife here. No, I just go, oh, that's not necessary, sir. He goes, oh, are, are you sure? I was like, no, don't worry about it. That's great. I'm I'm happy to uh to switch with you. That's no problem. Look at me being a good guy. And after he left, I'm like, fuck, I should have asked for something. <laughs> but he goes, Are you sure? Can I, I'm, I insist. And I go, Ah, if you want to surprise me later. And he laughs and he walks away, but he never surprised me. <laughs> but that's cool. I mean, come on, the guy he gave us better seats and what, I should expect something more than that? 
What, what's from my inconvenience of moving down 10 rows? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Anyways, watch the Dodger game. And the Dodgers were winning, I think it was 6-3. to three, And they, they brought that dude out. Maybe it was 6-2. to two. They brought the Blackbeard dude out, uh, Brian Wilson. I thought he was some kind of badass dude. He fucking wanted to walk in like three dudes, two guys, and they kicked his ass out. They brought in some other guy. And then uh, we're like, you know, it was the bottom of the ninth, at the top of the ninth, you know, and if they, if the other team didn't score enough, the Dodgers didn't have to go up again because the game would be over. There's no point. So I told my wife, like, let's just get out of here. You know, I just want to beat traffic and beat all this crowd because we parked kind of far away. So we, we took off, like, right before the game ended. You know, right when I was, like, getting to my car, you hear everyone cheering, screaming. I'm like, all right, game's over. We beat everybody. We beat all the traffic, saw practically all the fucking game, you know, sat there from the beginning, before it even started, we are sitting there. It was great. So I don't want you to think like, oh, you showed up late, you left fucking early, what a fag. Nope, nope, no sir. I was there early, even saw the little cute little girl sing the national anthem, and she killed it, and we just left uh, like two batters early. That's about it. So go fuck yourself. So I got home. I already had beer for the following night. We went shopping uh, once my sister came. So I had a 12-pack of Sam Adams. James, so you really are drinking, aren't you? I thought you were just lying. Nah, I don't do it all the time. My sister came over, and uh, she enjoys having a beer or two. And so, yes, we sat there, and we both had a beer together. Or three. (laughs) And it was lovely. We played cards. My wife had some wine. My sister and I had some beer. We played some big two. And it was a fucking nice night. That's what they wanted to do. Okay, I didn't come home and say, let's play cards. Right? But uh, they wanted to play cards. We just sat there. We bullshit listening to some cool fucking music. And we played cards and we drank some beer. Look at this. What a great day. Can you beat that day? Of course you can, but uh, still a good one. So, wow. Lovely times. All right, the next night. I decided to take my sister shooting for the first time. She'd never shot a gun. I took her to a local firing range. And uh, I gave her my 9mm Springfield Armory. That's right, my pistol. (laughs) So uh, we had to, the night before, on Friday, when my sister was dropped off by my father, who works graveyard, so he dropped her off beforehand. We went to Walmart, which is open 24 hours, the shitty one, not the super secret location Walmart. Don't get excited, everybody. The uh, 24-hour one nearby. And it's like 10.30, right? I go to buy some ammo to go shooting the next night. Finally track some idiot down for the sporting goods section. She's like, I'm sorry, we don't sell ammo after 10 p.m. And I go, what? But you're a 24-hour Walmart. I'm like, why? Because we don't sell, we don't sell ammo between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m. I was like, why? Is that the time most people get killed or what? <laughs> At the time, most people want to shoot other people. And she just like, her eyes got all big. And she's like, I hope not, sir. <laughs> so I couldn't get ammo. You believe that shit? I don't know. Is that a thing? Or is like a lot of people get killed between the hours of, I guess so, right? I'd imagine you're doing more killing at night. But is that the first thing you want to do? I got to go to Walmart to get more bullets so I can kill people. Maybe it is. Yeah, you know what? That seems about right now. I guess I was being a dickhead. I kind of bitched about it. What? Fuck, I just want to shoot stuff. <laughs> Give me some bullets. So yeah, we went to the shooting range and uh, yeah, got it, Got her, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say pop their cherry because that's kind of fucking weird applying it to my sister. I'll say James, that's inappropriate. That's gross. So yeah, I'll just say, uh, I'll just, uh, I just saw Tucker shooting for the first time. <laughs> How about that? She fucking loved it, uh, like I knew she would. But pretty soon, I'm going with Gas Boy. We're planning a trip to go to the desert or something to shoot a bunch of stuff. His dad has a collection. He was a Marine. He's got a 30 out 6 I think he's got uh, rifles and, uh, and shotguns and all that shit. This one time I'm with Dominic. Who? When I was young, he brought that bolt action World War II, 7.62 millimeter and 8 millimeter. I think that was a Russian bolt action. Brought a 28 shotgun. 20 gauge shotgun and uh, some rifles. The rifles feel like pieces of shit when you're shooting these other guns. They're like BB guns. The bolt action guns, you know, it's like... And when you shoot, this thing has a kick like a mule. 
it just fucking thrusts itself into your shoulder. It's nuts, dude, but it's so cool shooting those things. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have one of those, but uh, I want to get one of those. That'd be nice. Get myself a German one, a Nazi one. You know you can buy them that were actually used in the war, right? I don't really know how there's so many left, but they claim when you go to like a big five or something, like they were actually used in the war. World War II, um, like um, I think a lot of them are Russians, Russian guns or something. I don't know. But uh, that's crazy. I don't fucking know. Anyway. Yeah. I guess we can move on to uh, the segment I like to call Stranger Danger. All right. Thank you, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. Stranger Danger. This is a segment in which I put together a bunch of nonsense. And it's related either by being strange and or weird or because I got nowhere else to, I got no segues for them. So what do you want from me? Here we go with the first one. The jiggle test. James, what's the jiggle test? That sounds like it's something to do with Jello. Is that right? No, you're not right. That's incorrect. As you normally are. James, don't be mean. The jiggle test is something. <laughs> so a former Buffalo Bills cheerleader is suing the team, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, because, you know, I don't exactly know exactly why she's suing them, but uh, this this was in the little article here. Once again, don't come here for facts and information and hard-hitting evidence and all that shit. Just come for here for uh, hearsay and <laughs> and uh, opinions and rumors. So, here we go. She's suing them for something, but she claims uh, that she's offended that they, they perform jiggle tests on all the cheerleaders that one week before every game, they would have to dress up in the uniforms and report to the cheerleading coach lady. And uh, they would all stand there in front of the cheerleader lady. And she'd make them do jumping jacks. And she would look for jiggling on parts of their bodies, such as their legs, their butt, their, uh, their uh, what do you call it? Like their love handle shit, whatever you call it. Yeah, come on. So she would mark off portions of their bodies that should be worked on, tighten them up. And if they didn't pass the test, like they probably couldn't start the game or whatever you would call it. I don't know. But, you know, she's like all pissed off about it. Like, oh, oh, how offensive. Dude, I, I see no problem with this. Oh, James, that's sexist. No, it's not sexist or anything. It's not unfair. None of that shit. It, it's a position specifically for hot chicks. If you... If you got fatness uh, in places you shouldn't have it or whatever, or, or is not pleasing to the eye, they should have the right to see like, nah, sorry, you got to work on that or you can't be involved in this. Okay? Just like a supermodel, you know, if a company wants to hire a woman to, to model clothing or bikinis and they want a really in-shape girl, that's up to them. They can do it. They're not discriminating because they don't hire a big girl. All right? They don't want the big girl. They want a chick that looks fucking good in the clothes. Same thing. They want a chick that looks fuck. They want girls that look great. Dance around and look all, you know, athletic and toned up. Uh, the reason, I mean, come on, don't, don't fool yourself. The cheerleaders did it for a reason, to be looked at. They're not helping the team win. <laughs> They're not getting people all like, pumped up about uh, cheering for the team. They're not. They're just for the guys. They're eye candy. That's all it is. So don't be bitching about, oh, they made me do a jiggle test. Well, fuck it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's not, it's not bad. Look at Disney. They got some strict ass weird policies. All right. You can't have any piercings. You can't have any tattoos visible. If you're a guy, your hair can't be to your shoulders. You, uh, you, like, I guess recently they passed the thing saying you can have a beard, but before you couldn't have a beard. Uh, only a mustache, not past the lip, like the lip line. You can't go farther than that. Girls couldn't have their hair dyed at all. You know, any any unnatural looking color. Um, no earring or only earrings, nothing else. You know, like no crazy makeup, only certain fucking tones, and and no brand names on your sunglasses or your your prescription glasses. None of that shit. This is what they want as their employees, and that's what they that's the rules they got going. You can't be like it's unfair. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. If I got a if I got a a business and I want a specific looking employee, 
that's my right to do that, isn't it? Do I have to hire everybody? I might be wrong on this, to be honest with you. <laughs> what is the uh, uh, the unfair bullshit act or whatever? I don't know. I'm just saying, if if a team wants hot girls to dance around, then if you're if if you're losing it, you know you got to keep your shit straight. If you're a fucking player, you got to keep yourself in shape. You can't start getting fat. You know that's your job. So this bitch, I don't know. I don't know why this got me so upset. <sighs> because you're sexist, James. No, that's not the why. That's not a reason why. Although I do, I do a jiggle test on my wife uh, every week to see if she's keeping that shit tight. So that's why I agree with it. I did the same thing. So yeah, whatever. Just deal with it, honey. Fucking suing. All right, let's move on. Speaking of suing, someone else is being sued. A doctor. That's right. A doctor's being sued. Is it for malpractice, James? Uh, I don't, I'm not really sure what malpractice means. Did they do something wrong when it came to their health treatment? You don't even know what it means either, do you? Not really, James. No, I'm going to say it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know exactly what the word is, but they, they pretty much, to, to dumb it down for you, because I have to, because uh, that's what I got to do for myself. This dude was going to have some kind of like rectal thing done to himself. Uh, some kind of examination or colonoscopy. I don't know what the fuck it was, but... But, but he 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 put his recording on his cell phone to record the doctor what the instructions were going to be for after the procedure was over with for for how to care for himself and all that shit. So I guess uh, he forgot or he whatever didn't turn off the recording. And right, let me look at the little fucking let me look at this thing here. What it says. So he forgot to turn off the recording device and it recorded practically everything that happened during the procedure. And let's see, it says here, uh, he says that he, okay, when it played back after surgery, he was shocked. He was shocked by what he heard. His lawsuit states that Dr. Tiffany, oh, it's a woman doctor. Oh man, it's even better. That's even funnier. His woman doctor, Tiffany Ingham, is recorded addressing his unconscious body. And really, after five minutes of talking to you in pre-op, I wanted to punch you in the face and man you up a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. She also reportedly called him a big wimp and a retard. Yes! What an asshole. Why would he bring this up? Oh. In addition about ridiculing his alma mater of Mary Washington College, she is quoted as saying more menacing things about firing a gun up his rectum. <laughs> and suggesting that they falsely note on his chart that he had hemorrhoids. Man, this chick is awesome. The staff is portrayed as exhibiting all of the decorum and professionalism of an Animal House fraternity with Ingham as their resident Bluto. That was a good movie. Some members reportedly joke, joked about a rash on this guy's penis and how he looked like he has syphilis. Ingham, who comes off particularly bad, is quoted as saying, it's probably tuberculosis in the penis, so you'll be all right. <laughs> Get this. So you got that. He's had this recordings of the doctors talking like that, right? So he's asking for $1.35 million in damages. Get the fuck out of here. For defamation, infliction of emotional distress, and illegally disclosing his health records. Wait, wait, wait. Illegally disclosing his health records? Who did they tell? Is that because she's talking to the people in the room with her? I don't fucking know. Uh, all right. This is in Virginia, by the way. But goddamn, I thought this was funny. Um, you, ha you have to know that doctors are humans, right? You have to know they're going to talk shit about you. Especially if you're being an asshole before they even start. So, dude, I used to work in a hospital... And I used to work around doctors. And I used to be in the same rooms with them while they were doing procedures. And after the patient left the room, it's like, it, it's like they're just like you and me. It's like, wow. You know, I, would, I thought the same deal before I started working at the hospital. Like doctors and, and nurses, like they should all have some kind of like level of respect where there's a line they don't cross. But it's not, dude. They're like, it's like a fucking locker room. As soon as you're gone, if you, get, if you say something stupid... Or if you have some weird shit, like, oh my god, did you see that? 
That was fucking weird, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. It's no different. It's no different than the locker room, uh, you know, football locker room. They're all talking shit. Uh, they all have got a sense of humor, if especially if they're in proctology. Come on. So, I don't know, dude. They're going to talk shit, I guess, during a procedure. I mean, that's what I would do. You think the guy's out and be like, this fucking guy. I'm going sh- to shoot him up the ass. They're just kidding. I don't fucking I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're like this dude, oh, they made fun of me. I need money now. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Whatever. All right. <laughs> I think that's funny, too. They got sued for talking shit. No pun intended. <laughs> anyway, that's not funny, James. Okay, fine. Move on. Thank you, James. Last but certainly not least, I guess I have to talk about this because everyone's panties are in a twist about this thing. The Donald Sterling bullshit. But who's Donald Sterling, James? I guess he's the owner of the Clippers, soon to be ex-owner of the Clippers. Um, Some racist shit came out. Oh, I for- you know what? I forgot one. God damn it. I forgot one little story real quick. Hold on. Uh, a 20-year-old college student, she was in the nursing, um, she was a nurse, nursing school, sorry. She started getting really bad headaches, um, to the, sometimes to the point like she couldn't really do certain things anyway. So she wound up getting checked out and it was a brain tumor at 20 years old, right? Can you imagine that shit, a brain tumor at 20? You're, I think she was a good looking girl, I think the video I saw, uh, if I remember correctly. And you're 20, you got your you got your future ahead of you. She's kicking ass in, in nursing school, gonna have a good paying job, good looking girl, young, got everything going going good for her. And look at this brain tumor. It's like fuck, are you kidding me? So next thing you know, these doctors are coming up to her, like, hey, what do you say we try this never before <laughs> this never before tried uh experiment to see what happens if we can help you? And so she's like, All right, fucking do it. I think I'd be the same way. So they wound up injecting her brain tumor with the polio virus. Oh, because I kind of fucked it up already. Damn it, I'm just off my game today. They they took out some of the tumor, most of the tumor, and then it wound up growing back. So then they injected the brain tumor with the polio virus, and it fucking wiped it out. Isn't that exciting news? She's cancer-free now. That's fucking ridiculous that... The way they kill something in your body is by putting some other <laughs> nasty shit in your body. That's awesome. And just, man, recently, all this stuff, uh, I'm, I'm follow, I follow this uh, science website, and every day they post these breakthrough scientific stories. And, and this one too, and it's just like, we're right, like right over the horizon, there's some crazy, amazing shit going to happen. It's, it's got to be. There's too much break. There's too many breakthroughs on a daily basis. So uh, exciting times to be alive. Um, who knows, man? Maybe in my lifetime that you will see cancer cease to exist, and uh, from there, fuck, man. The rest of it, I don't know. <laughs> and the rest. So yeah, science. Okay, back to the racist. All right, so this dude. I don't even think he's like, I, I, it wasn't even that bad, to be honest with you. The whole deal that everyone's upset about. Okay, yeah, he said some stuff, but <laughs> probably not uh, not the most, not the nicest thing, but he said it in a nice way. He could have dropped the N-word a bunch of times, but he didn't, not at all. He was very polite about his racism. He said, uh, it bothers me a lot, a lot that you want to broadcast that you're associating with black people. Do you, do you have to? <laughs> And he's talking to this woman, I guess with his girlfriend, who looks like a tranny, if you ask me. Ugh. And I, I, she's, I guess she's like 30 and he's like 80 or some shit. Uh, I wonder why she was hanging out with him, huh? I just got to put it out there that this guy is also married, by the way. I think. You know, once again, I'm an asshole and I don't really know everything. So uh, everything I talk about, I probably should study everything before I start uh, broadcasting about it. But what I believe is that she recorded this conversation with him and... He pretty much just blew the fucking lid off everything. Like, yeah, you know, 
just uh, you you post on the Instagram you with you with black people and you know I got no problem with them but please just uh, just don't don't show yourself with them <laughs> don't be putting it out there so you know the most polite racist of all time I guess so people didn't like hearing that and Magic Johnson got word of it of course, well everyone did but he made a statement and uh, he's a he's a powerful dude. Okay, black guy. And then Obama made a statement. And when I seen Obama's the video of him like a few days ago, before they even announced uh, the guy being banned from the NBA, Obama said something like, you know, what, what, what he said was uh, unfortunate that this day and age it still exists and it will still exist. It's trickling out. But, but uh, he's like, yeah, the NBA is predominantly or, you know, mostly African-American and a lot of the fan base is centered around African-Americans, so something like that. And I'm pretty sure the NBA will not stand for this, and they would probably do something about it. And I was like, oh, Robin, I, Robin, I heard that. It's like, okay. There's no way they're not going to do something crazy drastic because the fucking president pretty much said, in not so many words, you better do something crazy about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, this dude got banned. Uh, I, I guess he still owns the team, but... All the other owners have to get together and vote him out. I guess that's the way it works. So the dude's on his way out. Banned from the NBA for life. Can never have anything to do with him again. And all I got to tell you, if, if there's any lesson to be learned from this whole thing, is never say anything incriminating over a phone call or through a text message, okay? Just don't do it. If you want to be racist, just say it to other people. You know, it, Right there, talk to them in, in, a, in an area where you won't be overheard and do it that way. Never do this shit over a phone. She totally set this guy up and then she, now she's saying, oh, I didn't mean for it to get out in the public. Oh, fuck you. Why'd you record it in the first place then? Idiot. So yeah, that's a lesson to learn. You can still be racist, just do it quietly. <laughs> don't have any proof. Nah, come on, you know I don't believe that. Oh, James, I'm just not so sure anymore. I don't know how to read you. Yeah, that's a lot of people's problem with me. But uh, because of that, that means you can never be mad at me because you won't know if I'm joking or not. Oh, look at what I'm painting. A portrait of mystery. So here we go. Oh, and one more thing. Frankie Munoz is interested. Who's that? Who's that? He's the uh, star of Malcolm in the Middle. He's interested in buying the Clippers. And so is Oprah Winfrey, David Geffen, and some dude named Larry Ellison. The triple team. They want to buy the fucking team and apparently will make everything much better. And one more thing about the Clippers before I'm sick and tired of reporting about it, which I already am, is that they want to change their name. Oh, we have to change our name because of the legacy this guy has done. We just, it'll, we'll always be reminded of him. So we need to change our name to something different. <laughs> Let's see. L.A. basketball team. How about the L.A. not racists? No, that's a, that's a, that's a bad one. How about... How about... The L.A. black... Proud black men. Yeah, that's a good one. The proud black men. The Black Panthers. That's a good... Yeah, that's the best one. The Los Angeles Black Panthers. I'm going with that one. Okay, uh, let's just close this shit out now, shall we? I've, had, I've heard enough of myself for one evening. And I think I want to be done. So, let's move on to... I fancy that! It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy, fancy, fancy. fancy times, everybody. Alright, here's my fancy. I only got two fancies this time. Uh, the first one is listening to gay pop music and not feeling guilty about it. But James, what do you mean? I never feel guilty about it. Of course you don't. What are you implying, James? Nothing. What I mean is, and the only way you can get away with this, everybody, the only way you can get away with listening to gay pop music and not feel guilty about it is when you're inside of a store and they're playing it over the intercom. That's right. This happened to me uh, like a month ago. I was in a Kmart. James, you were in Kmart? Aren't you above that store? Uh, 
in a way, yes, but in also a way, no. Uh, one, you know what? It was actually, I hadn't been in Kmart for a long time, and they got some pretty good stuff in there. I have to admit, I was actually killing some time. Don't ask me why. It doesn't matter. It's not important. I was looking through the store, and they had some pop music on that I never listened to, but I found it rather enjoyable. With such artists as Katy Perry. Oh, James, I love myself some Katy Perry. Of course you do. That goes without saying. All right. All of all the people like you like that kind of music. But James, what are you implying? Nothing. So, yeah. There was some music uh, over the intercom and I actually was enjoying it. And it was gay. But I did not have to feel ashamed of myself because I had no control over it. And there you go. Other areas that you might be okay with it is maybe you are in a shuttle van being taken somewhere and the person driving is playing the music there you can enjoy it also and not feel guilty about it you get the point <laughs> so i fancy that because i get to listen to it forcefully and it's not that bad at times i mean because i never listen to it ever and they're playing it and I have, I have no control over it. And I was like, all right. Hmm. Not too bad. Nice little change. Nice little gay change. <laughs> and the second thing I fancy is when you get your family to come over, like my sister this last weekend, and uh, they're going to babysit for you. So you get to leave and be gone for the whole day. And knowing that you get to come home and your kids are there already at home. It's just every, everything, everybody wins. All right. My sister gets to watch the kids in privacy, in the comfort of our place. You know, uh, my parents aren't around bugging her. She has the freedom to do what she pleases. And we get our kids to be here without having to go drive and pick them up somewhere, without having to take them to the grandparents' house, because that means they're going to keep them for fucking days and days and they won't give them back. Uh, there you go. Look at that. We get to go out and have our fun and come back and our kids are here waiting for us safe and sound so uh yeah you can't beat that shit you know you do got to break off the babysitter a little some money you know even though she's family you still got to break her off a little bit you know what i'm saying <laughs> so uh yeah i told her uh i kind of maybe i kind of cheated her i was like hey how about this how about i give you 20 bucks <laughs> no first i said i asked her uh, hey how much do you think a whole day of babysitting should should pay for you well, how long are you going to be gone? I go about 10 in the morning to about 10 at night. Like 50 bucks. I was like, yeah, right. How about 20 and I take you shooting? She's like, oh, really? That's right. She goes, throw in a Starbucks drink. <laughs> and I said, you got yourself a deal. So that's what it, that's what it cost me. 20 bucks and a Starbucks drink. And it took a shooting, but I also shot too, so what the fuck? Look at that. So, what I fancy is listening to gay pop music in a Kmart and getting away with it, not having to feel guilty, and having your family member at your house babysitting your kids. So, you just come right home, and there they are, and you get to spend time with your, with your sister also, and everybody fucking wins. Look at that. Look at that. What a nice one that one is. And I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. All right. The fuck you moment. The legendary world famous fuck you moment. Tonight, I only have one. I'm sorry. I haven't been that angry. Um, so, you know. What do you want from me? I'm at least I'm hitting an hour tonight. That's all I wanted to do. I'm very surprised I'm hitting an hour. I had nothing angry recently to uh, get me going. Nothing fired me up. Uh, not a just not a happy times. So <laughs> who wants to hear about happy times? That's boring. So uh, let's see. My my fuck you goes to while my sister was over. We were out somewhere. I won't tell you where. It's none of your goddamn business. And me and her were just uh, just me and her. I was on my phone trying to call my wife for a reason that is also none of your business. And she was on her phone taking selfies. (laughs) 
And uh, so this dude, he drives by. And he's looking at us. And he's, he's kind of weird looking, like a, like a creepy type dude. He's like, what's this guy's fucking problem? He's probably, he's in his 20s. And he's driving by, like, you know, he's got uh, like a little lowered Honda. He's driving by us. He keeps like looking, turns his head, looks around at us again. He parks and like starts walking towards us. But now, now since he's walking up to us, he looks like very like shy the way he's approaching us. And I just get, get off my phone and I'm looking at it and doing some of the shit real quick before I put it away. And he goes, oh, excuse me, sir, excuse me. And I go, yeah. And he goes, can I borrow your phone real quick? And uh, I said, it's not even mine. <laughs> I don't even know why that shit came in my head, but that's what popped in, it's, it, and that's that's what came out of my mouth. It's not even my phone. Oh, oh, uh, um, okay. And it got all awkward, and I looked back down at my phone. Was I like doing nothing that I had to do? Just acting like I was busy on it. And then he goes, um, "Miss, uh, do you, do you think I can I, I can borrow your phone real quick?" And my sister just stood there, not knowing what to do, not knowing what to say. Obviously, she didn't want him to have her phone. And he's, she fucking paused what seemed like forever. It was probably more like six, seven seconds. He's like, mm, okay. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> now I feel like a dick. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you can dial the number. The number is whatever the hell the number was. And so she dials it. And it wound up being the number for the place we were standing right outside of. And he's like, okay, thank you. And he walks in the building. And I was like, what the, what the fuck? So fuck you to people that asked to borrow your phone. It's not even a good reason, all right? The guy was right outside the building he called. He could have walked his ass right in there. God damn. If it's an emergency, if it's like an immediate, something immediate needs to be like, oh my God, uh, my, my husband's gonna, you know, leave the house and I forgot my fucking baby or whatever, <laughs> whatever. Do you think I can call him real quick? My phone died. Here, no problem. Go for it. But it's like, oh, can I, can I just call real quick? It's like, <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Dickhead. I don't believe that shit. So yeah, fuck you to people that ask to borrow people's phones. I mean, it's, it sounds weird, but your phone is like, it's like your diary nowadays, isn't it? You don't want anyone touching your phone. You don't want anyone putting their fucking grubby paws on it. You don't want anyone getting your number. You know, you don't, who even knows who he was calling? I don't fucking know. It's creepy. So, uh, I hope you're with me on that one. I don't like anyone getting my phone. Hardly anyone has ever asked me to use my phone. And I think I haven't really given it over before. Yeah, I don't think I have. But what is a good way to, to get out of that? Do you just say like, sorry, uh... I'm not comfortable with having my phone to anybody. <laughs> what do you say? I guess they, I guess they had to respect that, right? They can't say, you're like, well, what do you mean? They would have to. They go, okay, fine. I understand. Uh, whatever. I don't fucking care. All right. So, uh, yeah, to people that ask to borrow other people's phones in this day and age, if it's not an emergency or if it's not a uh, super important reason, I'll fuck you. Okay, thank you for joining me, everybody. I got an hour out of it, so it's still called the Danger Hour for this week. Um, sorry if this one wasn't that good. James, don't apologize for your craft. That's a good point. I don't know. This whole little thing threw me off. Uh, we're supposed to do that show, and he, and he canceled kind of last minute. So I still wanted to do something. I mean, you guys have been waiting for two weeks to hear my lovely voice, so I kind of just threw something together. Hopefully, it was somewhat entertaining, but if not, I will give you a money-back guarantee, which is nothing, so you get nothing. <laughs> but James, you can give them an hour of their life back. No, I can't. Why not, James? Because it's impossible. How would I possibly give them time in their life back? James, that's something you have to figure out. No, it's not. It's not possible. It's not. Unless I... Unless me recommending something for you to listen or watch for an hour will make up for this negative shit that uh, I bestowed upon you this evening. Like what, James? Like, like what do you mean? Hmm. 
okay, how about this? How about take a drive to King Taco and order yourself a chicken taco with the cilantro and onions and get that red salsa and uh, you will enjoy it. And I guarantee you, because it'll take you an hour to drive there, eat and drive back probably. That's one hour right there that you just made up for this show because it's my recommendation. And you will forgive me once you eat that delicious food. There you go. That works, right? James, that's, that's bullshit, James. Whoa, you are, you are just a foul-mouthed sailor lately, aren't you? James, hanging out with you is just rubbing me the wrong way. I never rub you the wrong way. <laughs> oh, James, that's perverted. I just have some rubbing experience. That's all I mean. Okay, that's enough out of me. It's been swell. You guys have yourself a nice night or day or whatever it is you're doing, whatever part of the country you're in or whatever hour uh, of the day it is. Just know that this hour has been dangerous. <laughs> all right, that's enough out of me later. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. Stay dangerous, my friends. Later.